0: what necessarily might motivate you won't necessarily motivate the next person yeah um yeah. as you know as an example with one or two clients i need to really say you know you're doing fantastic um you know i'm really proud of you i didn't think that you'd be able to do this but you've proven me and yourself wrong um, and you know look how good you are look how much you're pro- improving and progressing with somebody else i need to turn around and i need to say mate come on you're taking that here get on, move your ass and, and keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. you've got to look at how different motivation uh, works for different people. And so you know, there's a, there's a, there's a psychology to motivation of motivation and what works well for certain people.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, hello to uh, Carl Schofield Locked In This Morning, also Katie as well. Uh, if you've got any questions, please do feel free uh, to send them into us via the Facebook Live video. Uh, very easy and simple for you just to log on to Facebook. You can watch us uh, having a chat right now and ask any questions there about any of the topics that we're talking about. So, so this one's really got me interested, Carl. Uh, mindset methodologies.
0: Tell us more about that. This is this is fantastic. Um, I, again, and it all rolls into one. But uh, methodologies is is all about how we perceive something um, and how we, how we set out our aims, our goals, our ambitions. It's that's that's what our mindset methodologies are. Um, With with it, manifestation is is a massive part in in mindset methodologies. Um, You know, in order to get anywhere in life, you need to put a plan in place and you need to put a structure in place within your head. Um, And a lot of people find that hard to do or they don't understand the concepts of being able to do it. I mean, we were speaking just Mm. off there about things that you want to do this week, Tope. Mm. Um, You you were saying this is your one week, this is your week where you need to get on with the little bits and bobs, we call them, that you hadn't done for a couple of weeks. Um, and they were always in the, I could do these list, whereas they should have maybe been in the, I must do these list, mm-hmm. or these are the most important things that I do today list. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a part of methodologies. Okay. That's a part of understanding how to put stuff into, into a position and then get on and do them. So that's how we teach people in order to be successful, in order to achieve goals, in order to get on a day-to-day uh, healthy lifestyles, is by able to have that methodology, that mindset, mm. in order to be best prepared for what they need to achieve.
1: It's very interesting, I mean, because I guess everything is, is broken down into all these different areas and, and for for you as, as a personal trainer, I guess then it's it's your responsibility um to, to be able to identify what needs improvement? However, I, I'm sort of, I'm getting the, 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 the sort of sense of that, you know, if, if someone comes to you and says, like, you know, I want to get fit, you almost need to sort of break it all down. Why do they want to get fit? What, what you know, what, what is their goals? What are their aims? But what else is almost going on in their personal life? What else is going on in their life that may be holding them back?
0: Damn right, yeah. Abs- absolutely. You know, the, the thing with it is, um, yeah, I mean, for every, every single member that we have join up at our club, as an example, we tried to have a little uh, consultation with and I'm the, the most frequent question that I will ask is why I wanna get fit, why? Yeah, okay, why specifically? Well, because I'd like to lose weight, okay, but why specifically would you like to lose weight? Well, mm. actually, because I don't feel confident in myself. Well, why do you not feel confident in yourself? Mm. Well, it's because my partner said to me last time that he, he made a joke that my hips look bigger or I got a muffin top, okay, so why mm. did that affect you that way? Mm. Well, because I thought that he wouldn't feel that way, okay, so what we really wanna work on is wanna work on you feeling more confident in your home life which means you're going to come to the gym and we can go down this aspect of it. So I know that that indicates to me that when I'm speaking with you, I'm, I can't be the way of, come on, you need to do this. You're rubbish, you're rubbish. Mm. Your I need to be, you're doing fantastic. You're looking really well. Can you see how doing this is going to help benefit you and help reduce that muffin top so you feel happier? Yeah. And your husband doesn't have a lot of drag when he isn't really, he isn't meaning it. He's just having a joke but it's affected yeah. you negatively mentally. And that goes on to the mental health. So that's how we deal with these things. Wow, fascinating.
1: I'm really looking forward to these monthly updates. They're going to be uh, a lot of fun, I know. And very interesting. I think that's going to be the most important thing. Is, you know is finding out about all these different areas uh, that uh, you know you can hopefully uh, give some some advice and people will be able to take that away and, and, and hopefully work on it uh, hello to uh, Lara she says morning guys hello morning uh, Sean Williams and uh, also Zoe Adams uh, a very good morning to you so so can we help you this morning if is there something uh, that possibly you're thinking do you know what I, I really need to get fit you know um, I'm, I'm maybe feeling like my, not myself um you know i want to get into shape is there something that we could possibly help with you this morning if so then please you get in touch uh, on the facebook live and uh, i'm going to put this one to you carl actually to, to get us kick-started because um what better person to to, to put this over to you than, than myself because um i used to be very athletic um right. as as a young lad in school I was uh, in the uh, the four x one hundred meter relay champions. Uh, uh, we were the West Wales champs for like a couple of years running. Nice. Um, I was uh, temping bowling. Used yeah. to do a lot of temping bowling. I represented Wales um, at the European wow. Championships, which was which was fabulous. I you was know, very active, very athletic. You used to play a lot of football. Um, and then sort of as I got older, you know, I was doing these things less and less.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was finding that um, work life personal life, having kids, yep. all, sort of, all, all sort of took over a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I then cycled to Paris uh, for, for a charity which I got roped into with only about, uh, I think about 10 or 11 months training. A <laughs> uh, wonderful experience, they now made friends for life. Yeah. Uh, picked up a knee injury on that. Um, we completed it all, we raised 58,000 pounds for some chosen charities, which wow. was brilliant. Uh, but uh, yeah and and after picking up that knee injury it really put me back couldn't play football, Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't do any sport for about six months and every time I sort of attempted to get back into sport or fitness Money would give me a bit of jip, yep. um, so I was told. look you need to really take some time out now, mm-hmm. okay, and build the strength back up, which I've done. Yep. I have had some wonderful recovery work from John Rothery.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, highly recommend him. He's brilliant. He, yep. He's fixed many things over the years. He started I've gotten-
0: pin, which wow. are down with us at Synergy. Actually. Really, he's yeah, a very very close friend of mine. And we, when we speak, and uh, we're, it's it's funny the thing with John is. Um, and why, why we get on so well is we are both of the uh, the analogy of always a student never a master yeah and we're always going that. back and forth of each other and trying to learn from each other and whatnot so yeah I, I can see how he's helped you out a lot so he's uh, a very
1: great guy great great guy yeah yeah so well connected and he, and he knows his autonomy mm-hmm. you know he Absolutely. really knows a yeah. way around a body incredible yeah, one of
0: the um, one of the big things that that we used to do when, when he was down with us when he first got started out is he'd have a client and um He'd, he'd diagnose them, give them their rehab and everything and right. whatnot. And he'd go, Right, Carl, how, have you got 10 minutes at the end of every single day? And obviously, he wouldn't name names or do anything, you know, go into uh, details. But he'd go, mm. Okay, if you had this person with this, uh, this and this scenario or, or um, hypothetical uh, situation, mm. how would you deal with it? What treatment and diagnosis would you give? Um, so we'd always bounce off each other in that way. And, you know, we would keep sharpening the saw, so to speak, every single mm. week. And, mm. um, you know, so when you've got people like John. At hand, certain for injuries like that, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna be able to get back into it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know it's great that you can work together and and sort of you know bounce these ideas back and forth because ultimately it will get such a good result mm-hmm. for for the patient or the person that you know needs this this attention.
0: Yeah, yeah, well that's it. You've got, you've got two sets of eyes on something. You've got two different opinions, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes when you when you um, when you've got different people from different expertise and different fields, you look at things slightly differently. You know, he'll look at it from an autonomy point of view, and i mm. I look at it maybe from a a more realistic point of view, um, as in like a lifestyle point of view. Yeah, like, like, we'll put those ideas together and will go. Okay, well maybe it might be better for him to do this and this mm. and take this approach. So yeah, it's it's good, and ultimately the the person that's winning is the is the patient.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. I mean, I was going back and forward to to, to John for quite a bit. Um. And then I was I was ready and raring to go. You know, my, my, my knee feels so much stronger now. I haven't had any issues with it for, for about a year. Then I picked up an ankle injury. Yeah, And I fell down some stairs. And, um, you know, it was, it was awful. Probably one of the worst injuries. Him at the worst time as well, just before festival season started. Um, and we had so many events going on this year. So it was a really bad time. So it took me a lot longer to heal. Now I really feel some strength building back up. How do I bite the bullet and now sort of get myself back into... A, a, a regime uh, get me back into the gym get me back doing the sport I love what, what, what would be the, the best way for me to do that
0: the best way to do it is and and you, f- you feel you're fully fixed now do you yeah really I'd right? probably
1: say I mean I get the odd A campaign I need to go and see John yeah. another time before I, I commit myself the
0: reformation that okay, yeah. I mean, you yeah.
1: <laughs> I need him to you give me the green go, light yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, need, I need to get the nod from him mm-hmm. um, but I'll be seeing him uh next week yeah shoulder a little bit now Mm. because the problem is my, my body and I was having a really good chat with my mum actually she does Laurie's Lifestyle on a Saturday yeah. and, and she, she does dancing and singing you know mm-hmm. she, she's very uh, fit and healthy um, but because I haven't been doing anything in the weeks because I've just been trying to sort of rest up build the strength back in in my, in my ankle that I haven't been doing any sort of upper body work yeah. and then I'm going out at the weekends yeah. lugging speakers around and things like that so now my shoulder's playing up a little bit so yeah. it's not nothing too bad but just a little bit niggly so you know once I've got the green light from John I'll be looking to, to go forward but as we've already mentioned, you know, it's not just the physical aspects, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's the mindset, you know, I feel like my mind's not as maybe on point and on ball as it should be because yeah. I'm not getting the exercise
0: that I need to. Yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, first of all, going back to the um, the, the physicality side of stuff, mm. know, a lot of people used to say and a lot of experts used to say that if you've got an injury of, of some sort, then rest it, rest it, rest yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, mm. th- I think it's now more moved to the fact, and John would, would probably back me up on this, that Sometimes if you don't use it, you're gonna lose it and you know it gets worse. Um, so you know, if you are struggling with a shoulder injury, sometimes it's doing that mobility and that range of movement stuff and the light stuff that you essentially think is an exercise mm. is the way that you need to start going forward you need to start utilizing it in order to, to, to get it building it, uh, back up and, and before you know it, you're doing 10 minutes on it per day and then before you know it, you're back into a normal workout. Mm. But from the mindset so, uh, sort of things, mm. you need to look at either um the reasons why the 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 benefits of getting back into something or the fear of loss what you're going to miss out of mm. if you don't get back into it yeah and there's two so there's two different ways of, of looking at how to how to become motivated um so you know what i would uh, say and what i say to my clients is write down a list of the positives and the negatives of getting back into that sport mm. and it might be you want to get let's 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 call it your football and mm. uh, as an example yeah um, um you know, you want to get into that. Well, what does that bring? Well, it brings fitness, which brings wellness, which brings well-being. Mm. Uh, but it also brings health. Um, it also brings a community group and a social aspect. Mm. It also brings the friends back. You know, so you've got. Uh, they're the positives of, of doing it. Or you know, um, so th- there's different ways that um, you can motivate yourself when you when you've built up that list.
2: Mm-mm-mm
0: then from there you can decide, okay, is it worth me getting into this? And then you move on to the next step. Okay, so I've identified that there's a want for me to do it mm. and I'm gonna get more out of it from the positives than I am from the negative. Okay, what do I now What do, I now do from there? I wanna go to training, but it's a bit raining, it's a bit cold, but what I do is I make myself accountable so I can speak to my other one of my teammates. Mm. Look, Joe, I'm looking to get back into training. I wanna come back down and, and come up. Mm. I've been meaning to do this for a month already, but I haven't quite got around to it Will you do me a favor? Pick me up on Tuesday, whatever it might be. In yeah. Training? Because mm. when you get me, and so you hold you hold yourself accountable through. Yeah, other people, yeah, I like that. As yeah, an example. Yeah. Um, but that, that that's that's one way of, of getting into into back into your sport is mm. holding yourself accountable through other people, making sure that you've built that value within yourself. Mm. Um, and then it's down to it's down to just making sure that you can put that into your top five priorities mm. of that day or of that week mm. or of your life. You know, if if being um a sports person isn't really going to affect you positively or negatively and it's oh i'd like to do it then it's probably only going to come on like a scale of eight out of ten yeah yeah, whereas it's not going to be in your top five Mm. but if you think non-negotiably i am not me without going up and turning up to that football pitch on a saturday and seeing my mates on a tuesday and venting because the kids did my head on a monday Mm. yeah i'm just getting out and doing this and that if it's in your top five, then then you'll soon realise that you have to do it, and you'll get back into sport. Mm. And then when you're in sport, it's just about routine and yeah. being that and being consistent. Mm. And you know, I hear it every single time somebody starts back to the gym or start back, start back to training, it's not. Oh gosh, I'm glad. I've got back into it it's oh gosh I wish I did it before
3: yeah and they forget
0: mm. how important it is in their life until they get back into it and they see the benefits because straight away you get psychological benefits
3: mm. you know mm. you
0: feel really good within you in yourself and then you get the physiological you get the the, the, um, the body change and uh, the energy levels better sleep and whatnot so it's it's you know if it's in that top five um, and you get into that routine then then you'll carry on and you'll be playing football for as long as you can
1: yeah yeah great I love that I feel
0: inspired (laughs) (laughs) because it's it's very interesting
1: um you know you you know you're saying about um sort of you know getting into the 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 sort of the mindset and the regime because you know that that's happened for me personally going through different sports you know whether it be athletics temper bowling tennis football rugby and it would i would sort of you know i'd I'd go around it but unfortunately because of the injuries and like because of lifestyle because of work, family commitments, all of a sudden, you know that 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 cir- that circular um, regime I had of going into different sports and, and fitness just just sort of faded away. Yeah. And it's like now I know I, f- I feel like I need it. Yeah. It's 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 you know as far as I'm concerned right now for for my personal yeah. health, fitness, and well being. Yeah. It's number one. I mean, you well, know, because because that I know the benefits from it, you know, yeah. Yeah. and it's so important. And now I'm feel like so I'm feeling now. You know depressed is, is probably the wrong word but i'm feeling a little bit down yeah, yeah, yeah. in respect of the you know i'm missing it and yeah. i know the benefits that i can get from it so i know i need to get back into it yeah that's why i'm really looking forward to seeing john next week yeah yeah because i know i've just got this feeling he's gonna go type you need know, you need to get cracking now you know <laughs> so
0: basically you're building yourself up you're in you know it's, it's, mm, it's, uh, mm. it's, the, it's the stages of change Right now you're in the in the contemplation phase. You know and you see the value in doing it. Yeah. But all you need is you need that affirmation. You need that okay, you're ready to go to get yourself back in. So so what you're saying, Toby, is in two to three weeks' time you're back training, you're back in the, mm. back in the sport then, mate, is it? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I
1: miss it, man. I mean, like you said, I mean that's it, you know, there's so many benefits from it, you know. I mean I, I, I know the benefits I got from it personally, but you know, when well, like you said, what football prime example, yeah. you know, when when you you know, it's it's also sociable you know you're seeing a bunch of guys like minded people that enjoy football you have a bit of banter so you have a bit of chat about what's going on in the, in the leagues yeah. and, and the like then you get down to it you know you're running around you know you're getting fit and then afterwards like you said you've, you, you've let off some steam you've vented mm-hmm. you know you've got those endorphins pumped you're buzzing and it's in, you know an hour of your time possibly, yeah. you know, which is nothing in the grand scheme of and, things. And that's
0: you know. it. I mean, when you break down a week, and I may get the figures wrong, but there was something that we got told is 160, I think it's 169 hours in a week. Yeah,
1: 168.
0: 168 yeah. hours in a yeah, week.
1: 168, yeah, 168.
0: There we are. And, um, you know, all we need really to feel the benefits of exercise and to, and to kind of be in, give ourselves a good opportunity of doing well in day-to-day life just three thirty to 45 minutes sessions per week of mm-hmm. heart a- activity mm-hmm. i mean raising your heart rate above 60 percent um and you're going to start feeling all those benefits so you know people say i don't have time it's no make will so you'll, you'll never find it's make time yeah. exactly that it's about making that time um and when you start making that time you, you know you'll realize that you do have time in the day and it's it's um to me it's it's not a surprise that some of the most successful people in life uh, it's a big it's a big uh team that i'm using here that Mm. are the people that make the most of their time yeah they always seem busy they never seem like they've got any time off um but they're also the people that are some of the happiest people as well because Mm. they've Mm. got it all in a row they haven't got time to worry about this they don't make time to Mm. to kind of um doubt themselves or, or to feel bad they're on to the next thing they're making themselves productive and they're utilizing that time so they're You know, they're they're making the most of Yes, I've got 45 minutes, but I am going to make sure that I get in and I'm going to do that training because I know that that 45 minutes today is going to benefit me tomorrow, next Mm. week, next Mm. year, and for the rest of my life. And that's how they go. I love it.
1: I can't wait for these monthly updates. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Carl, thanks ever so much for popping in this morning. And uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a monthly fixture. um, So Synergy Talks with Carl Williams. Um, I mean, we've heard a bit about me just before we go, Carl. how, How did you get into all this? How did it all come about?
0: Uh, the, the industry yeah yeah, yeah,
1: and well, and yeah fitness and well being and yeah. and you know just just doing what you do because i mean, this is your your full time job
0: right yeah yeah i I'm fortunate that um i 'm doing something that I love, and you know there's the a saying out there is find a job that 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 you really love and you can embrace, and you ne- 'll never do a day 's work in your life, and I genuinely feel like I do that, like mm. Yeah, you know, I go to work at six o'clock nearly every single morning of the week. I had a lay-in today. I got up a quarter past seven. I'm like, wow, this is brilliant, <laughs> you know, um, but it's, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's just one of those. Uh, it's one of those things. I, from a young age, I was into sport, and I was fortunate to have a sporting family. Um and at the age of six I started doing karate. Um and I became very good very quickly because I had an uncle who was not just my sensei, but he was um he was the British champion and, and he was he was very, very good. So wow. um it kind of from a young age I was taught that exercise was a must and it was just part of my regular day to day ongoing lifestyle. I, I kind of grew up with it. Um but what that did then is it, it taught me dedication, it taught me um, you know. respect for others and and, uh, how to communicate and what sport does for yourself as an individual but an intellectual uh, side of it as well from an um, an environmental thing uh, perspective as well Um, you get to um, liaise and talk with different types of people and understand different people so from a young age I knew that um, exercise was was important for me because Mm. it allowed me to express myself Um, and then from the as I got older I don't know I don't know if it was just coincidence but I found that the more sport I did, uh, the more and you know, the more I could speak with people and interact with people in sport. The more people tended to, to come to me and, and like mm. like lean on me, so to speak. Mm. So I, I very I very very soon from a young age became captains of my teams. Yeah. Um. And what I what I realised is by helping other people achieve their their potential or you know whether that's a a motivational talk in a rugby game whether that's tapping somebody on the back and saying well done you did amazing you know but it made me feel better Mm -hmm. um so from a young age i i I kind of got to grips with in order for me to be the best me is try to help other people as Mm -hmm. much as possible so then i got into sport and you know and you know you get that through that and then from Mm -hmm. there i went to uh, college and university and I learned about sport and exercise science and the psychology of sport and I did my dissertation in, in uh, the psychology of sport and performance between um, professional sports people and amateur sports people wow. and that was a fantastic oh, thing that sounds just, very just interesting to kind of really yeah. understand how, how people are yeah. um, and then I went and wor- worked for a, um, a international sales company in the fitness industry okay. and what I really learned from there was um, you know, being in sales and being a coach is very very similar and when you're, when you're in sales, the best way to sell something is when you've got to love what you're doing. Mm, mm. And then it's not sales anymore, then it's just a transfer of enthusiasm. And so I learned from, a, from, a, from that age and from that point in time that when I'm um, doing something that I love, and when I'm just talking to people uh, and genuinely um, helping people become the best person that they are, then it's, it's very, very easy to become uh, to be a coach. Um, and it's very very easy to to help people move forward. So that was that was kind of um, that was a big pinnacle for me. It was moving from sales from fitness into sales and then back to fitness. Mm. Um, it, it made me realize that you know this is what I need to be doing. Health is the way forward, and and, and all I'm doing is I'm selling enthusiasm. I'm I'm mm. moving people through. Uh, and giving them an opportunity to uh, to to become a better person through through helping them. So. Yeah, fascinating. Love it. And um, so, how did Synergy come about? Synergy. Well, when I was working for this this particular fitness marketing company, mm. um, I was working with health clubs all around the world. Um, and what we used to do, we used to go in and we would do a marketing campaign for health clubs for a six to eight week period, bring new members into the gym. We'd get them signed up, get them inducted, get them uh, using the equipment, show them the benefits of exercise, then we'd move on to another club. And at one point, I think I was 21 at this point, 20, 23 at this point, um, I had an opportunity to go and do this over in America. Um, so I went to America and did it. Oh, and I, met, I met a guy over there. Great opportunity. And sy- yeah, sy- sy- synergy is just uh, to me it's just an American word. It's just like a big, bold, like brash kind of like yeah. Sy- and it's a great word. It's, it's, it's a great buzzword. Yeah, and, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and what synergy means is is it is again r- relating back to sales, but uh, transfer of enthusiasm as well uh, enthusiasm as well. And um, synergy means bringing two or more components together to create a better outcome than what you can individually. Um, so I thought when well, I'm gonna come back to the UK and I want to live back in Pempshire because I'm a very family orientated person um, and I thought well you know synergy is is the best way for me to um, describe what I want to do is um, you know I, I want to bring compounds together in order to help people achieve things that they couldn't do on their own mm-hmm. um, and I would only do that through fitness and health um, so I decided to, to open up my own club um, and synergy is here now seven years down the line doing what we do best Helping yeah. the local independent people.
1: Great, I'm a perfect name. I mean, I, I could I couldn't think of a more of a perfect name from the explanation you've just given, from from the story you've told me. You know about about how how you you get benefits from this, but at the same time, it's it's great what you can do for other people. So love the name. Thank you. Perfectly fit. Uh, Synergy <laughs> talks with Carl Williams. It's going to be every month right here on Pure West Radio. So if there is ever anything that um, is. Falling into these categories, okay, health, fitness, wellness, motivation, and also mindset. We're going to talk about uh, the various different methodologies, but uh, also ultimately, this is all about you. It's how hopefully uh, Carl uh, can hopefully get you and like people like me back on to the wagon of sport fitness feeling better, uh, motivation, whatever it might be, whatever you're lacking in your life at the moment, get in touch with us here at POS Radio. We'll be putting your questions uh, to Carl Williams and we'll also be putting uh, various different topics out there as well so you can uh, uh, hopefully get your questions answered. Uh, Just a couple of hellos before we uh, uh, shoot as I've got Jenny on the way in a few moments actually talking about uh, what we're going to do with our pets on bonfire work night as uh, lots of fireworks going up on tuesday and some of our pets they don't like it do they um we've got uh mama t watching uh <laughs> tracy yes, williams <laughs> morning I hi f- mom <laughs> yeah same with, same with me yeah we we, we got to have a a number one supporter haven't we yeah, yeah. uh hello to david edwards who's locked in this morning morning dave hope you're well matey uh, malcolm crawley callum edwards uh, tim evans uh, d hello to all of you uh, thanks ever so much for watching the video um please like and share it and uh, of course the podcast will be uh, available online as well uh well carl what a great way to to catch up and kick off yeah. uh, synergy talks looking forward uh, to our, our monthly uh, updates you and too, man, um, make sure you send in those questions please send them into our facebook page also kelly williams as well your sister's our locked in as well
0: <laughs> yes people good
1: work <laughs> uh, it's like a little little family get-together right now i, I feel like i'm really in the bosom <laughs> of your family man it's great Uh, Well, Carl, thanks for popping in, mate. And uh, looking forward to these catch-ups. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Right, a little bit later than the usual, uh, let's get the latest local news for the county.
4: From Canrace to Crisley. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio.
5: With your latest news from Pembrokeshire, I'm Jonathan Twig. David Parris police have confirmed the body found at a derelict building in Pembroke last Thursday, 24 hours after she was reported missing, is that of teenager Kiana Patton. The 16-year-old's death being registered with Her Majesty's coroner as unexplained. Councillor Mel Phillips updated Pembroke town councillors of a constant stench coming from the Pembroke pond. Which town clerk Susie Thomas explained that the water level in the pond had been dropped so that Pembershire County Council could carry out works on the sluice gate. For the pond to be refilled, the options were to wait for it to refill with rainwater or with tidal water, but there were issues with the latter option. Councillor Dennis Evans said the town council had spent a great deal of time trying to work out who owned the pond, and the county council had lowered the water without speaking to anyone, and while the council had agreed to return the pond to tidal, they subsequently found they did not have the necessary power to do so. A further meeting of the Pemmock Town Council to discuss the matter would be needed, the Mayor informed councillors. Local Assembly member Paul Davis recently attended a cross-party group meeting on beer and pubs to celebrate the growing number of breweries in Wales and the contribution pubs make to local communities' economies. The Broselli Pemmockshire Assembly member highlighted how many pubs across the county showcase food and drink, which is, more often than not, sourced locally in the area, providing visitors with an opportunity to get a real taste of what the county has to offer, whilst also being community hubs and centres in some cases, they doubling up as libraries, even post offices, operating from there. Twelve premature eateries in the latest edition of the AA's restaurant guide for 2020, including Andrew and Mandy Sterling of World Country Spa Hotel and Restaurant, and Trefline Manor and Golf Club near Tenby. The Haverford West Over the Moon and Light Lantern Parade takes place on Thursday the 31st of October, celebrating space and the night sky, marking 50 years since the first moon landing. The parade will start at the Castle Square at 7pm and make its way through the streets of the town to Haberford West Castle. When a bicycle-powered cinema featuring short films to celebrate the moon, the stars and the autumnal dark sky will be shown. A Halloween run of terror will take place on Friday the 1st of November between 5pm and 9pm. Starting from Manila's Cafe and Naylor Marina, the Halloween fun begins with a children's run at 6pm, followed by the 5k run of terror at 6.30pm. Further details are available from organisers, Nayland Town Councillor Johnny Sutton or Anna Busby of Manila's Cafe. With Christmas now just nine Fridays away, Saundersfoot Footlights have begun rehearsals for the family favourite pantomime, Jack and the Beanstalk, scripted by Peter Rowe, with Clive Raymond as musical director. It'll mean an expected sell-out of the performances in the village's Regency Hall, which start on Monday, to December the second, to Friday, December the sixth, all at 7:30 p.m with a matinee on Saturday, December 7th, at 2pm. Tickets are available online now for www.saundersfordamdram.co.uk at £8 for the Monday performance and £10 for the rest of the week.
6: With your local sports, I'm Harry Twig. Kiwi cricketer Tom Davis, the most recent recipient of the Pembroke County Cricket Club George Cole Trophy, has put pen to paper to sign for South Wales Premier League Carmarthen Wanderers for the 2020 season. A county side regular over the past few seasons. He topped the batting averages last season and came second in the bowling averages. The Tenby teacher joining a raft of talented Pembrokeshire cricketers, plying their trade at the highest levels in Wales. Top order batsman Steve Inwood and his Langham teammate, all rounders Steve Mills, were joined last season by former Whitland cricketer Yessen Skirfield, alongside veteran left arm bowler Ian Hughes, formerly of Narbuth. The Pembrokeshire Jacks were in full voice on Sunday after Swansea City won the South Wales derby one 0 over Cardiff City at the Liberty Stadium. And post-match, I asked manager Steve Cooper, was he delighted with the result and his tactics? More than good for the for the result, but so to uh, to do it with um, a performance like that, one that we'd planned for, is uh, is pleasing. But when the game did settle and we were allowed to play, I thought we were
0: we were the team that we want to be. You know, we were we were creative. We played through the lines. We created numerous chances. Maybe slightly slightly disappointed we've not won by two or three Um, but uh, but we'll take the 1-0 that's for sure
5: I'm Jonathan Twig and you're up to date with all your latest Pembrokeshire news on Pure West Radio
4: Wake up with Toby Ellis weekdays from 6am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm your West Radio
1: weather. Thank you very much there to Twiggy for the uh, latest news. So the weather for today, it's going to be a fine dry day. Uh, we've got some beautiful sunshine on the way, rolling in from about 11 o'clock this morning. Still feeling a little bit chilly, that expected for this time of year. Uh, highs of uh, 10 degrees, temperatures dropping uh, to about 8 tonight, but uh, it's going to start to feel a little bit warmer as the week gets uh, underway. Good news as we uh, head to Halloween on Thursday and firework night on Tuesday. So yeah, it's going to be a nice fine and dry day. Enjoy it and uh, it's all about vitamin D.
4: This is Pure West Radio.
2: It's sad we're not together But I wish happiness for you I know we said forever Through. Sometimes even the good things get lost along the way. We opened up the same book but found a different page. Cause honesty and loyalties, insecurities and priorities in the same. For harmony, it's the only thing I can say. I wish you
1: Free buddies free playing here at Pure West Radio. I was actually uh, supporting it only uh, a couple of uh, months back. Uh, It was brilliant and uh, she's a lovely lady as well. Great 90s Dance Classic plays right here at Pure West Radio on Tuesday morning's breakfast. Before that, Sagala and Becky Hill wish you well. Thank you very much to Carl Williams who uh, had some great wellness uh, hints, tips and advice for us this morning. He is an absolute gem. Uh, Really looking forward to those uh, monthly updates uh, as Synergy Talks right here on Pure West Radio. If you do miss uh, anything right here, do not forget it's available on our podcast and also our Instagram. Interviews nine times out of ten are available on the Facebook page. Also, now we've got some exciting news because Pet Week launches on Friday, it's going to be uh, an extended week, 10 days, so a week in a bit. And we're going to be looking at lots of interesting different things. We'll be talking about that in just a moment. But also, with it being firework night this Tuesday, it's also quite an upsetting time for some pets and the pet owners on the basis of that uh, fireworks obviously frighten them. It's out of the norm and um, they get a little bit scared and freaked out by it. It was always quite a big thing in our family. So if you need a bit of help and support with this, do not go anywhere because we have uh, Jenny Thomas on the way next and uh, we're going to be talking about how we can help our pets uh, this firework night. So do not go anywhere. Essential listening on the way for you next on Breakfast.
4: (coughs) The Breakfast Show with Toby Ellis, weekdays 6 till 10 a.m. on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm.
7: Heading the night will be UK DJ legends, the freestylers. There'll be plenty to entertain the whole family with a fun fair, food, drinks, stalls. It's a night not to be missed. For more information, visit them on Facebook. The Milford Haven Roundtable free fireworks event, Tuesday, the 5th of November. <laughs> oh, Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Lunch Guide on Pure West Radio. For sports clubs and schools Personalised clothing from Teas R Us We can take care of it all Find us at Rumbleway Service Station New Hedges Tenby in Law Street Pembroke Dock And Prendergast in Haverford West Teas R Us
4: We've always been farmers But now we're so much more than a farm
3: to get lucky, we're up all night to the sun, we're up all night to get sun. Thanks.
1: It's Little Mix and Bounce Back playing right here at Pure West Radio. A nice little rework of Soul to Soul, which uh, uh, Jenny just uh, actually uh, pointed out. Oh, it sends you back some memories when you hear a track like that, doesn't it? And it's Pure West Radio, your community radio station for Pembrokeshire and uh, from Pembrokeshire. And uh, we are back live again on Facebook if you would like to be uh, that uh, person that uh, spies in on the interview. But, uh, you know, you're a good spy if you do that. Uh, So from Carl Williams talking about fitness. And mindset and uh, everything that uh, goes uh, around that realm of things. Uh, we now have uh, Jenny Thomas from Willow Tree Dogs with us here in the studio this morning. Uh, hi, Jenny, how are you?
8: Hello, hello. Thanks
1: for coming into our studios here in the West this morning.
8: Thank you for inviting me. No,
1: it's our pleasure because firework nights.
8: Oh. Enough, enough said. (sighs) Uh,
1: so it's on the way this tuesday now personally i love firework night i I think it's brilliant um you know the positives brings all the family together you can have a fabulous night you can watch all of these lovely fireworks (laughs) and um I, i do i do feel like it brings a really cool sense of community and it's a tradition
8: absolutely could we have it without the sound
1: uh, do you know, I've talked about uh, this to quite a few people now, you know, over the Can years.
8: Mm. Can we have a pole? maybe? we have a pole, maybe?
1: What, what, one, one sort of solution that um, I put to people on this was, should we have two firework displays? So one firework display with no sound which could be very uh, helpful and considerate to to people with disabilities and the like, and maybe one with the sound, because I think it adds to the ambience. Now, I do love firework night. I'm a very big advocate of it, all right? However, one thing that I completely disagree with is letting off fireworks at any other date, Uh right? I think there's two dates that you should let off fireworks. Number one, firework night, of course, 5th of November. New Year's Eve, you're celebrating it and going to a new year. It, it, it's a part of tradition as well, I would say. so fifth okay. of november thirty first of December, I think they are the only two dates you should allow fireworks personally. Ooh. that's my personal take on I it, right? I
8: would agree with you mm-hmm. I, would, I would and um I would but I'd go silent. I think okay. you know, these days we can all wear headphones. Mm. You want the noise, you can have the noise in your headphones, can't mm. you? Yeah. So, um, you know, really, it's so frightening for so many animals and people, hmm. you know, anything warm-blooded um, is going to have that fear response uh, to startling sounds. And that's what fireworks are. Right. right. And, and, is, and is
1: that what actually sort of starts our, our, our animals off? It's the sounds, is it? It's not the flashing lights? It's It it's can definitely be the both. Right, it okay. can be
8: both. You know, they'll see something in the distance um, that, that startles them. It's a startle. Hmm. It's a startling effect that um that you know the causes then the fear response so um yeah it'd be nice if we if we didn't have the sound at least Ooh. you know it would help a little bit wouldn't it yeah yeah
1: well we've got a very interesting time coming up here at POS radio because um it's firework night before that it's Halloween uh then before we know it, it'll be Christmas um But we have got Pet Week, uh, which starts on Friday. It's going to be uh, 10 days. And each and every day, we're going to be focusing on different various animals. And uh, we're going to be giving you lots of advice. We're going to have uh, lots of fun with Pet Week. It's going to be very exciting. Jenny's going to be popping in next Tuesday uh, to talk all about dogs uh, because jenny is from willow tree dogs so so tell us a little bit about willow tree what 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 is that jenny uh,
8: willow tree school for dogs um i was uh i started because i used to run kennels um and then i realized that really what i needed to do was help people educate their dogs um and um yeah it kind of came from there i worked in rescue and i've seen such horrible stuff that you know, were well, human mistakes, mm. really. It mm-hmm. was lack of knowledge and um, majority of the time. Um, I'd like to think that, rather than think that people are horrible. Um, and um, And I just felt the only way was education really Mm, um mm. and and supporting people in 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 educating their dogs because it is it is difficult uh communicating with another species Mm. you know men and women have trouble don't they yeah (laughs) yeah exactly
2: (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah
8: because we've evolved differently um and um you know communicating with an animal is is uh, any animal really is Mm. really rather special Mm. um and we're the ones with the power of reason so we can get the message across, uh, What well, we can think of a way of getting the message across in a way that the animal can understand. Um, and it's amazing to mm. watch an animal understand you. Yeah. It really is. It's so how
1: long have you been doing this for, Jenny? <laughs>
8: uh, I've been involved with uh, animals for about 25 years. Uh, I've been running the school for about 15. In between time, I was working in Ireland in... Um, uh, working for the Irish SPCA, so that's where I saw all the horror that happens with animals, all animals. Um, and then we came back to Pembrokeshire. I don't know how we, we ended up in Pembrokeshire. <laughs> it was just um, by mistake, really. Really? And because we had all these animals. Yeah, we ended up here because um, we just raided a puppy farm and we had five dogs, one of which was pregnant. Um, and we had nowhere to live when we came back. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
8: so, um, Kim's lovely uncle, my husband's, uh, lovely uncle, let us have his place out at St. Anne's Head because he would let us have all these animals in his rented place. So, um, yes, hilarious cats, <laughs> five to <laughs> five dogs, two cats. <laughs> Yeah, ridiculous, really. Out on St Anne's Head with the waves, you know, and the foam of the of the sea coming up over into the garden, and all these animals running around. Anyway,
1: beautiful. um,
8: We decided we love Pembrokeshire. Mm. Kim's from Swansea. Um, Anyway, so um, we've ended up living here for the last seventeen years. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I feel it's the it's the longest we've ever lived anywhere, and it's home. Yeah, it's home.
1: Oh, great. And one thing mm. that um, we know and love here in Pembrokeshire is, is all the different celebrations. You know, we, we have lots of heritage with different things. And, you know, I think fireworks are used more and more now um, in events. They
2: are.
1: You know, we have the Long course Weekend. We have Iron Man. Um, we have the big build up to Halloween. Fireworks, then Christmas. You know, fireworks. I'd say I've probably seen a good half a dozen times in Pembrokeshire over over the course of a of they, a year. I'd
8: say they are, and 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 it is it is frightening for the animals. And if we, like you said before, if we know when it's happening, then we can take steps. You know, and we'll go through that in a minute. Um, steps that you can take. Um, to help your animal. But if we don't know it's happening, it's it's a bit unfair, really, yeah. on, on everybody. Because like you said before, it's not just animals, is it? It's people mm. that suffer. Mm. I don't like the sound. Um, so, um, yeah, it can cause real awful distress. And um, if you've ever been in a room with an animal that is seriously distressed, mm. it's heartbreaking. Mm, mm, it mm. is. so. Um, you know, we need to try and help them.
1: I mean, I, I guess the thing with us is if we hear these sounds and bangs, we can take ourselves away. We could put earplugs in or we, we could just simply get away from it. Uh, our, our animals, they're in our, ho- on our homes. They're restricted to that. So they can't really get away from it, can they?
8: They can't get away. We control pretty much everything they do. Mm. So it's our responsibility to help them Uh, uh, and situations like this because they can't get away from it Mm. Um, but we can take precautions and one is is um, is a to be calm yourself (laughs) Um, because otherwise the dog's gonna pick up or the any animal uh, any of your pets are gonna pick up the vibe Mm. you know and if there's anxiety around in the house they're gonna worry about what it is they don't know what it is or why um, they're going to worry about it? So this, mm. they're already starting to get stressed. Mm. Um, and um, so, chill. It's nice, <laughs> <far away's laughs> nice It's chill night. Yeah. Um, and um, obviously, um, walk the animal, walk your dog um, during the day so that it's it's tired. Uh, feed feed them before it gets dark yeah make sure they've had their last wee Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
8: before dark Mm -hmm. um, and can hold it again until after 11 Mm o'clock or is it 12 o'clock on the 5th isn't it it's it's legally allowed Um, I think so
1: that's that's a very good Mm. question very good I mean I mean I know 11 o'clock is is the curfew Um, maybe they do extend it on the 5th I think um,
8: so I think that's what I read Um, yeah but anyway, yeah. Mm. So you know, you can you can um, you know make sure all these things. And if you're going to do make changes like this, you need mm. to make them over a period of time, mm. um, so that the dog doesn't think, oh, hang on a minute, what's going yeah, on Yeah, what's here? happening? Mm. You know. Um, so um, and obviously long term, um, and maybe we'll talk about this next week um, because it is a plan. You have to make a plan. Desensitizing your animal to mm. the fear is the long-term approach but it can take a long time yeah yeah and we haven't got time because it's all happening it's happening now
1: yeah yeah exactly we have a week today
8: yeah (laughs) yeah mission on um so yeah so it's chill night um or several chill nights uh, since fireworks is over several nights um and so close the curtains soon as you know before it's dark really close curtains uh turn up the music and there's some fabulous music, mm, calming mm, mm. music. We were
1: talking about this uh, off air, I mean, mm. we've got lots of, of wonderful tracks on our website right now, uh, check them out, at it's uh, purewestradio.com, uh, but you, you specifically uh, mentioned one to us, uh, yeah, Jenny, which I can't well, wait to
8: hear. I don't know if anybody um, uh, knows of Ganache, he's an American rapper, and um, he has a little rescue dog who's sitting